Time marches on and leaves behind those who are not equipped for tomorrow. We cannot predict what will happen in the future, but we at Regent University aim to prepare you for it. With world-class professors and over 150 programs, the opportunities to find success in your field are many. So don't let tomorrow pass you by. The journey to your brightest future begins here. Visit regent.edu slash learn more. For science's sake, I will not keep silent. For science's sake, I'll not hold my peace. Welcome to For Zion's Sake. Isaiah 62.1 is taken directly out of the Hebrew Scriptures when the prophet Isaiah declared, For Zion's sake I will not keep silent, and for Jerusalem's sake I will not keep quiet until her righteousness goes forth like brightness and her salvation like a torch that is burning. Your hosts for the program are Shelley and June Volk, Jewish believers burdened to see Jew and Gentile become one. Believers strengthened in their faith and for their Jewish kinsmen to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus as the Messiah, the Son of God. Bless the Lord and welcome to For Zion's Sake. We thank you for joining us. We're the Volks. My name is Shelley. And my name is June. Hi, everyone. It's good to be with you as we conclude this week of broadcasting. And if you've been with us, you know that we've been teaching about the ways of God. We found that in Exodus chapter 33, beginning of verse 12, Moses, in a very intimate way, and a cry from his heart, cried out to the Lord and said, If I have found favor in your sight, show me your ways. And God's answer to him was, I will answer your request, and my presence shall go with you, and I will give you rest. We looked at Psalm 103, verse 7, where we see that the acts of God were shown to the people of Israel, but he made known his ways to Moses. In other words, that was a lot more intimate than just revealing his acts, as wondrous as his acts could be. And we looked at the very meaning of way in Hebrew and Greek means a way of life that will determine our very actions. We looked at Psalm 25, verse 4, which says, Make me to know thy ways, O Lord, teach me thy paths. Verse 8, Good and upright is the Lord, therefore he instructs sinners in the way. Verse 12 in Psalm 25, Who is the man who fears the Lord? He will instruct him in the way he should choose. And we saw admonitions throughout the scriptures. For example, in Haggai 1.5, it says, Consider your ways. Jeremiah on two occasions says, Amend your ways. And of course, in Psalm 18, verse 30, we read, As for God, his way is perfect. So Monday through Wednesday, we talked about the ways of God. And yesterday we spoke about how do we know the difference between man's ways and God's ways? And we'd like to look at the verses that we shared with you. Isaiah 55, beginning at verse 7. Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts and let him return to the Lord and he will have compassion on him and to our God for he will abundantly pardon. For my thoughts are not your thoughts. Neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. And we brought out, Shelley, how in this generation, 
there are so many laws being passed in America that go against God's word and God's ways. And we see in Isaiah 53.6 how the Lord knew that because he spoke through Isaiah by saying, All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned every one to his own way. And the Lord is calling us back. He wants to deliver us and help us and change us by knowing Jesus and allowing Jesus to live his life in and through us. And we hear a lot these days, Junie, about how we need to change the way the gospel comes forth because of the change in culture. But when we read Psalm 3311, we see God's way. The word in Psalm 3311 says, The counsel of the Lord stands forever. The plans of his heart from generation to generation. God says, I am the first and the last, and he is coming, and he never changes. No change from yesterday, today, or tomorrow. He is the same all the time. And it's our mind and our ways that need to be changed. That's why Jesus died. And we read in Isaiah 65, 2, I have spread out my hands all day long to a rebellious people who walk in the way which is not good, and follow their own thoughts. Wow. And so there is a promise in the New Testament in Romans 12:1 that we can have our minds renewed, and that's what we need, that we would agree with God in his way that we might have life and that more abundantly. Amen. We read from Proverbs 21, verse 8, The way of a guilty man is crooked, But as for the pure, his conduct is upright. It's so important, Shelley. His conduct is upright. And we see today so many perversions and the conduct of man is not upright according to God's ways. You might have your opinion and I might have ours and every listener might have theirs. But if we're really talking about the gospel and having the... uh, King, as Lord in heaven, be our Lord, then we need to align ourselves with the King and do things his way. Amen. We read from Ezekiel 18, verse 29. But the house of Israel says, the way of the Lord is not right. Are not my ways right? O house of Israel, is it not your ways that are not right? You know, we can get arrogant and think we have the right way when all along the right way is the way of God. And Israel was God's nation and the church are God's people. And we need to turn back to God and do things his way. We're warned not uh, to live and make the same mistakes as Israel as a nation. And yet the church is walking exactly the same way. Really, it's true. Let's look at some more verses, Junie, that talk about God's ways. For example, Psalm 86, verse 11 says, Teach me your way, O Lord, I will walk in your truth. So that immediately links the way of God with the truth of God. And again, what did Jesus say? I am the way, the truth, and the life. Hallelujah. Psalm 119 verse 27 says, make me understand the way of your precepts. So shall I meditate on your wonderful works. You know what uh, comes to mind when you read that journey? Again, 
God revealed his ways to Moses, but his acts to the children of Israel. When we know the ways of God, we will understand the acts. We won't just accept them. Well, God did this, but we'll understand that his works, his acts will reflect his ways. It's interesting in that verse that David asked to understand the ways of God in order to talk and meditate on his works. Make me understand the way of your precepts, so shall I meditate on your works. Wow, I pray that we can all come to that place. Psalm 119, verse 37. Turn away my eyes from looking at worthless things and revive me in your way. Bless the Lord. The King James Version says, Quicken me in your way. In Psalm 143, 8, we read, Cause me to know the way in which I should walk, for I lift up my soul to you. And there's a secret here, Shelley, for you and me and every one of our listeners, that we should lift up our soul before the Lord and cry out to him to teach us his way. Hallelujah. Proverbs 8, verse 32. Listen to me, my children. For blessed are those who keep my ways. Interestingly here, Junie, that the Hebrew word for blessed comes from a Hebrew word, oshar, which means to go straight, to go forward. So we should always be going straight and forward to understand and learn and live in the ways of God. And isn't it interesting that the prophet Isaiah uh, quoted from God that he would God would make our crooked ways straight. So if we turn to him and lift up our soul to him, he will make our ways straight. Proverbs twenty three twenty six. My son, give me your heart and let your eyes observe my ways. Again, isn't it interesting, Junie? The ways of God are going to be understood when we understand them in our heart. We spoke last week, I think, about wisdom. We have to have wisdom, not just head knowledge, but wisdom so that we can believe in the heart. And that's the key to everything. When we understand the ways of God in our heart, we will, our eyes will then observe his ways. And when we believe him, then his grace is poured out to us, yes. which enables us to live his way and not our own. Because, Shelley, without Jesus, it's impossible to be a Christian and follow God. That is for sure. As we conclude, turn to Genesis chapter 24, because there's an incredible, encouraging verse there that we'd like to lead into. Genesis 24. If you're familiar with the story, you know, this is when Abraham asked his uh, servant um, Eliezer to seek a bride for Isaac. Chapter 24, Genesis. Now Abraham was old, advanced in age, and the Lord had blessed Abraham in every way. Abraham said to his servant, who had charge of all that he owned, Please place your hand under my thigh. So they entered into an agreement. And the servant said to and uh, But you shall go to my country and to my relatives and take a wife for my son Isaac. So he was charged with a very important task. Verse 7, the Lord, the God of heaven, who took me from my father's house and from the land of my birth and who spoke to me and who wrote to me saying and swore to me and said to your descendants, I will give this land. He will send his angel before you. This is what he's speaking to Eliezer. He will send his angel before you and you will take a wife for my son from there. A a vital, vital uh, call upon Eliezer. 
So he went knowing that he was endowed with uh, the possibility of choosing the exact bride for Abraham's son Isaac. And he said, he will send his angel before you. That's the key. He was under submission to what was going to come forth. And we see that as he went, he cried out for God's help. And when he saw a woman come to uh, water the camels, Rebecca, he didn't know her name yet, did exactly what he asked the Lord to do. He, in other words, because he was following instructions from Abraham and the Lord. He had asked the Lord to show him the bride for Isaac right. by having a woman come and not only water her camels, but give water to right. all of his camels. So he did everything. And then what we want to lead to is chapter uh, 24, verse 7. And he said, after he saw that this was the to be the wife, Blessed be the Lord, the God of my master Abraham, who has not forsaken his loving kindness and his truth toward my master. And then in the King James Version, it says this, I being in the way, the Lord led me. Junie, what an encouragement that when we are in the ways of God, he will lead us. Glory be to God. Well, this being Friday, we want to identify ourselves with our Jewish kinsmen and recite the Shema. And if you know it, say it along with us. Shema Yisrael, Adonai Eloheinu, Adonai Echad. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Father, thank you, Lord. Thank you for your ways, which are past finding out. Yes, Lord. Your ways lead to life. And Lord, we pray for the church and we pray for our Jewish kinsmen that they will come to know the true meaning of life because life, truth, and the way are in the Messiah, Yeshua. We pray this in Yeshua's holy name. Amen. Thank you for joining us this evening. If you would like to get in touch with Shelly and June, you can write to them at P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona 85252. That's P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona 85252. Until next time, the Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face to shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. This program has been brought to you by the Psalm 127 Fund. Turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525.